Oh, ladies. Ladies and gentlemen. Boys. And girls. Welcome to episode 73 of this. I'm going to say it's 73. 73 of the Spearhead Sundays podcast. I'm uh, recording this on Saturday night instead of uh, having friends. <laughs> and uh, look, I'm, I'm excited for this one because you know what? I've done something special for you cunts. Huh? I've, I've thought, you know what? I've always wanted to just engage more with the podcast listeners because I know really the you guys are the, the ones that like my shit the most because if you're going to listen to an hour of me every week, you you I don't know you've got something wrong with you or you like me a lot because yeah I, I I anyway point of the thing is I appreciate everyone who listens to me so I thought I was like how do I find the people who listen to me because another thing is podcasts have no comments uh, on iTunes you don't see any feedback you it's really hard to reach out to the people who listen to the podcast um and it's it's hard for it to feel like a community because I know you guys listen and I know that. Whenever you find somebody else who listens, it's kind of cool. But generally, on the whole, you guys are scattered far and wide. I don't know how to post shit just for you. Because sometimes I'll come up with a fucking ripper meme and I'll be like, ah, only podcast listeners are going to get it. So I can't put it on my page. I put it on Twitter, but not all you guys have Twitter. But So I figured out this is what I'm going to do. I have created a Facebook group specifically for listeners of the podcast. It's called, if you look it up now, it's up now. Just go on Facebook and search Spearhead Sundays Podcast Group. All right, so what this is going to be is I'm going to be in here all week uh, and it's just a place for us to build a little fucking community, right, of everybody who listens to the podcast. I'll be able to post about it. I'll be able to talk about it. I'll be able to talk about things that are coming up. We can all post and rant about the Blue Shirt Cunt Store, which I'm very excited about because I keep getting emails, but I can't really read all of them out. And um, basically what I'm saying is this group is a lot better than miscellaneous bit at the end, which isn't hard to do, by the way. I mean, I would rather go through anything than listen to miscellaneous bit at the end, really. I mean, it's the worst part of the podcast, really some of the worst... Some of the worst things I've ever had to do, I would rather do 10 times over than do miscellaneous bit at the end. So what I like to do to launch the group, I'm going to run a little competition for you guys. Um, if you join the group and I want you to post what you would rather do than listen to miscellaneous bit at the end, the worst part of the podcast. All right, I want you to write a story because I know that generally... All you guys always have. You know what happened to me when I was on when I was on tour. At least fucking, I reckon at least fifteen of you bastards did this to me, where you all told me a horrible personal story that I thought was real, or it might even have been real. But then you would get to the end of the story. And be like, but I'd still rather go through that than listen to miscellaneous bit at the end. And you know what? You fucking got me every single time. Because sometimes after shows, there'll be, you know, there'll be people who'll be like, oh, your stuff helped me get through a sad time. You know, I broke up with my boyfriend and they tell a story and it's really cool to hear that, you know, my dumb jokes can help them through it. And, and they're serious. 
So, you know, you obviously you listen because you care about people who come to your shows and shit. And I, I enjoy the fact that I can help people with my dumb material. But most of the time, the story would end with miscellaneous bit at the end. But the problem is, if they weren't, if they didn't listen to the podcast and they were just telling me a story, it's not like I could be like, nah, you're just fucking trying to do a shit meme, aren't you? Ah, good on you, podcast listener. And then they go home and shoot themselves because they were being serious and they th- they think I just don't, I just think it's funny. <laughs> um, so yeah, guys, uh, I'm doing a competition. If you write down a, a, a thing or something that you've experienced, it doesn't have to be real, although preferably it would be funnier if it was. Uh, just write down a story, it doesn't have to be a massive novel, of uh, a horrible thing that you would rather do or go through again than listen to the worst part of this podcast. Um, put it in the Spearhead Sundays podcast group. You should see it on my page. I'm going to post about it on Sunday uh, or just search it on Facebook or if you listen on YouTube, it'll be like the pinned comment in the comment section. But yeah, Spearhead Sundays podcast group, if you post what you would rather do then listen to Miscellaneous Bit at the end. The best story, I will send a free t-shirt. Hey, how's that? All right? And uh, if you don't have a story, don't worry. Just join the group because I'm going to po- be posting a whole bunch of um, podcast memes and shit in there. And I really want you guys to kind of... Because, you know, I, I just want to collect all of you guys and put you in one spot so that we can build a little fucking community and, and talk about it. Because I know that it's something that people have been asking for for a long time. Um, how it's going to work is also so you don't get spammed. I'm going to make sure that the all of the posts are approved by an admin, and I'll have a few people that I trust as an admin to make sure that you know everything stays on topic. It's n- none of it's spam, and only like good content will actually show up on the page. So yeah, guys, uh, check out Speared Sunday's podcast group on Facebook. Join that. Write a story, best story that makes me laugh the most. Uh, you know, I don't know, you'll figure it out. Best story that makes me laugh the most, we'll get a t-shirt and, uh, yeah, join the group. I'll be posting some shit memes in there as well. All right. So getting into it now, what did I want to talk about today? Dude, I got fucking destroyed this weekend (laughs) by a bunch of you guys. This is what the podcast group would be good for, actually, correcting me when I'm an idiot or posting evidence that proves my wild assumptions wrong or true. You know, if I say something outlandish, you can post a link that proves me right, which happened from last podcast. I made a claim that said serving sizes are getting bigger and that's why we're getting fatter. It's not because we're eating unhealthily. We're just eating more. Someone messaged me a fucking article that said exactly that. So there you go. Who needs science to be right when you can just say shit that sounds true? And I don't know, maybe it is. But anyway, on the weekend, I did uh, Luke Kidgel's live podcast, his first uh, live potty. I co-hosted it. We uh, went on the hunt for Peter Pigeon, which is basically the biggest in-joke I have ever seen a podcast pull off. Um, I don't know, just go and listen to it. It's on, it's on, search Luke Kidgel, Diary of a White Guy. It was a really fun day, but... If you want to listen to it, it's like an hour. It's a live podcast. It was a lot of fun if you want to listen to that. Uh, I'll post the link in the group. Um, but uh, I got absolutely fucking roasted by at least, I reckon it was at least 10 people for me not being, for me calling a vegetable that I couldn't think of the name of Leaf Cocoon. 
<laughs> it was snow peas that I was talking about. I got there and within five minutes, ten people were like, Leaf cocoon? Really? You couldn't fucking think of what a snow pea is? You, you described what a snow pea is and the best word you could come up with for that was leaf cocoon. You fucking idiot. And you know what? Fair enough. And here's the thing, though. I was talking about the vegetables that I eat, like, every night. I eat this shit every single night. It's the last thing I eat. I've been doing it for, like, a month. I found out, as which I looked at... Because I looked at the packet last night to make to, to figure out what I was actually eating. And it, it, it wasn't even snow peas. <laughs> it, it's string beans. That's what I was talking about. But for some reason, even though I've been fucking eating string beans, and I know I've been eating them, for some reason in my head it turned into snow peas. And then I forgot the name of snow peas, and then it became leaf cocoon. So, look, really that's what, I already know that's what the group is going to be. It's just going to be you cunts posting fucking articles and dictionary definitions being, Lewis just said this wrong. You know what, I'm deleting the group. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Fuck this. I already see where it's going and it's just gonna, like, I'm gonna log on to Facebook every day and there'll be 10 notifications. Lewis, you're wrong because of this. Lewis, you said that wrong. You pronounced this wrong. You spell like shit. You're a fucking idiot. So, the group's done. Ca- competition's cancelled. <laughs> nah, it's not. Um, I, you know, I, I'm all for getting corrected. Uh, give me a second. I need my fucking asthma inhaler. Oh, where is it? I really should pause the podcast when I do this shit, but, you know, fucking, whatever. Woo! Alright, you know what happened to me earlier in the week? Um, I got some free, this really pissed me off, like, it, it really made me mad. Let me know if you think this is legitimate. Actually, I don't care if you think that I, I, I don't care, I'm not changing my behaviour, alright? This really fucking pissed me off. I got home... And in my letterbox was three packets of dog food, like dry dog food. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? And then I get it out of my letterbox and it on the front, it's from some new dog food company and it says free sample. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Immediately, I took it out of the letterbox and I put it in the fucking bin because 100%, absolutely, that was poison. That was going to kill my dogs. <laughs> I'm being serious. There's no way I would have fed that to my dogs. Alright. Because it's fucking poison. Do you know how many times you read about shit. About psycho neighbours feeding their neighbours dogs poison meat. And the dogs just eat it and then die. I fucking semi guarantee you that's what was in that dog food. Alright. It would have been some psycho who made dog food. And he put cyanide in it. And then he just got a label printer, put a fucking sticker on it and that said free sample. And then was like, take that, I'm going to take out a hundred dogs. It's basically like a school shooting, but for neighborhood dogs. And I'm not doing that shit. And, and look, okay, let's say, alright, I can hear you going, oh, you're just paranoid, mate. You're just fucking paranoid. It's just free samples. It's just some guy trying to start a dog food business. Don't be an asshole. Feed it to your dogs. Alright, okay, let's say that it's not poison. Let's say it's not going to kill my dogs. Let's say that 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 in the unlikely scenario where that dog food isn't filled with glass and fishing hooks, let's say I do feed it to my dogs. 
how the fuck am I going to know if it was better than the dog food I've been feeding them? Huh? Ask yourself that, dickhead. How you think he's so smart? Ooh, it's not poison. Even if it wasn't, how am I supposed to know if it's better than the other dog food I've been feeding them? What are they going to fucking eat it and then be like, you know what, mate? I would, uh, they're going to give me a fucking MasterChef review. Like my dog will just eat it out of the bowl and then put on a fucking, what's that thing that fat cunt wears? Matt Preston around his neck. That looks like a bandana that doesn't fit his fat head. So he put it around his neck. What the, what's that called? I'm going to look it up now. Fucking Matt Preston neck cloth. What's it called? Matt Preston cravat. Ah, oh, you wanker. Anything that has a name like cravat, just, just take it off. Dude, it's a fucking bib. That's a cravat. I'm looking at an article of him and he's got a walk-in wardrobe and he has an entire, like, rack dedicated to all these cravats. And it's like, mate, you're a 50-year-old man walking around wearing a fucking bib, you obese lard unit. Anyway, yeah, what, what is my dog going to do? He's going to get up on his fucking hind legs, put on a cravat and then be like, oh, well, look, uh, Lewis, I would uh, have to say that the, de- the texture of this dry dog food is uh, absolutely delectable. And I would have to give uh, the taste. It has um, some some sweet undertones and, and a few notes of uh, cyanide and glass. And then it would fucking die. Like, how am I supposed to know if it's better than the dog food? All I'm really going to know is that it's more expensive or it's cheaper. I don't know. I feed my dog the fucking shit you get from the supermarket. And it's... I, I tried it. I, I didn't really know... What to do? I just be like, oh, I get the adult dog food and I try to buy the more expensive shit because really, how are you supposed to know if it's better or not? I mean, I don't buy the home brand stuff because I imagine that's just like McDonald's. It's just, you know, filled with horse assholes and lips. I try to get the stuff that has... Dude, I don't know. It has the the cutest looking dog on it. I'm like, oh, fuck, I hope that dog's not in the food. <laughs> So yeah, I just took it out and I put it straight in the bin. Never give me free samples again. And even, okay, even if you still think I'm wrong, if somebody went to your house, like it wasn't like, it wasn't like Pedigree or Pal or a big dog food company. It was clearly just some dude who just started up a company and was giving out free samples. He might've been the person to put it in the letterbox himself. Imagine that someone did that with human food. Like, if you just got home one day and there were like three packets of, of I don't know, cakes from some brand that you've never heard of, right? And it's, it's in like a clear plastic bag. There's no graphic design. It's, it's, not like a, it's not like a yellow plastic bag with design and nutritional information on it. It's a fucking clear plastic bag with a label printer sticker just stuck in the middle that says Jono's Cakes and Delicatessen free sample. Would you eat that? Huh? Would you be like, oh yeah, I trust this. Right? 
Would you be like, yeah, this 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 looks like a great meal. I was going to have dinner, but I'm just going to eat this random food that a random stranger has just put in my letterbox. I don't know how long it's been there. I don't know how long it's been in his fucking van. I don't know how hot it's been all day. There's no best before date on it. I'm going to eat that. Would you eat that? Would you? Really? If you did eat it, you'd fucking deserve whatever hell your anal cavity has to deal with the next day. You'd probably wake up and all those fucking cakes would shoot out your asshole. You'd break the porcelain on your toilet bowl and your dog would put on the cravat, eat it, and then give you a fucking MasterChef review. But yeah, I don't know. It's just, dude, I'm just not, I'm not going to feed my dogs random food that just gets put into my letterbox from a stranger. There's no way I'm doing that shit. You know what I read last, this week? It was last week sometime. This old tennis playing official got in trouble. Like heaps of trouble. Well, not heaps of trouble. When I say heaps, when I say he got in trouble, I mean Twitter yelled at him, which basically fucking means nothing unless you give them the power. Like, people getting angry at you on Twitter or online, like, online outrage in general, lasts three days. And how you respond in the first three days, like, like your response dictates their power. Do you know what I mean? Because they have three days of outrage, and then they move on to the next thing, and nobody cares. So if you do something on day one... That gives them another day of outrage, right? So if you say something horrible and then the Twitter fucking machine gets angry and then your boss is like, oh, he didn't mean it. That's another day that they're going to yell. And then that's another action you're going to feel compelled to do. And every time you do something, that's another day of outrage. So the best way to handle it is to just say your fucking horrible thing, let them yell for three days and don't do anything. And then you're fine. This guy, this tennis official got in trouble because he said that even though Serena Williams, like the top female tennis player, is amazing and she's, you know, she's the best female player, he he got in trouble because he said she wouldn't beat men. Like even though she's an amazing tennis player, she wouldn't even, I think he said she wouldn't even come top 20. I don't know, it was something like that. Let me look it up. All right, I'm back. He said that she wouldn't even, if she competed against men, she wouldn't even make the top 700. (laughs) Which, uh, to be fair, that is a little bit rude. But people got so fucking angry about this. And the, the dude, after he said that he, after he said that she wouldn't beat like a lot of male professional tennis players, he clarified and was like, but she's in a, you know, she's the best woman, you know, absolutely. So basically, he just stated a fact. And then all these people lost their shit. And you know what's funny? She actually has competed against men and lost to the guy that was like 203. And it's like, yeah, you know, you're an amazing female tennis player. But when you step into the man's realm, you're just going to lose purely because of how your body is built. It doesn't mean that your shit or your, or your accomplishments mean nothing. It's just a fact. It's like, oh, boy, fire's pretty hot, but if you put it under water, it's not. Excuse me? Do you know how many forests I've burned down? I'm so fucking hot. I'm fire. I'm, yeah, I'm just saying that if you, you know, if you put you in water, you, you know, you wouldn't be fire. Excuse me? 
Twitter outrage. You must apologize. And then all of these fucking fire rights websites start writing articles. <laughs> Look, I'm going to be honest. That was not my, uh, that was not my best work in, in, in terms of uh, uh, analogies. I'm going to say that one fell a little bit fat, flat comparing the outrage of women to a battle between fire and water. Look, I'm, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go right out there and say that was probably the worst thing I've ever said. I'm not including miscellaneous bit of the end. I mean, you can't be worse than that. But look, I do apologize for that trash fucking analogy that barely made sense. Um, I'm going to move on. <laughs> I was in the city. Um, I had enough trashing women. I'm going to trash some men now. I, I was in the city the other day with my girl and we were walking around um, and we were going through what's the, you know, those every city has them, right? Where it's like those artsy uh, streets or laneways. That's just got cafes on either side. It's like a whole tourist attraction and it's, it's really nice to walk through and it's really nice to eat there until you get charged $30 for a piece of toast. You know, those ones we were walking through there and, um, not to eat, mind you, fuck it. I'm not made of money. I was like, oh, you can have a look, darling, but don't fucking go in. <laughs> and then all those cunts stand outside. As soon as you, as soon as you like walk past a menu, they're like, oh, would you like to come in, sir? And then they start, oh, you know, I wasn't going to talk about this, but you know what's the fucking worst is when they, they, they know what they're doing, right? They always have like, if they're an Italian restaurant, they have a dude with an Italian accent. If they're an Asian restaurant, they still have a dude with an Italian accent, all right? That's the only kind of guy that stands outside the fucking restaurant to harass, to guilt trip the men into taking their girlfriends out to dinner, right? So you'll walk past... And even if you kind of get the menu in, you give the menu a glance, right? You, d- you could just be looking down at your watch and the menu happens to be in your peripheral vi- vision. This dude will come out with two menus, give them to the girlfriend first and then to you. And then he'll be like, ah, are you guys out on a date? And then your girl will go, yeah, we are. We're just out tonight, aren't we, honey? And then you are thinking, I am not paying 60 fucking dollars for dinner, you cunt. And then the restaurant guy knows exactly what he's doing. He goes, oh, lovely. You know what's perfect for a date? Italian. And then he'll just start guilt tripping you. And he'll, and, and, but talking to the girl, he'll be like, he's taking you out for dinner, isn't he? Oh, come inside here. It's a lovely, and uh, you'll you'll come in here. This is where you're coming, and then she'll just be like, oh, and it fucking tricks the girl every single time. Where she'll be like, oh my god, he's so romantic. He's taking me to an Italian restaurant, and then you're like, I never said that. This guy said that. I didn't fucking say that. We were gonna go. 50 meters, turn left, and all of a sudden the prices drop by half and the food is just as good and there's no fucking waiting list. But this cunt has now got me... And and then it's like, if you try and walk past, he starts shaming you. Like, he's like, oh, you can't take your girlfriend here. You you don't want to take your girlfriend to a restaurant. And then she starts going, oh, he doesn't want to take me to a restaurant. That's so mean. And then you're like, I didn't say that. He said that. <laughs> those those streets, right? And we were walking down one of these, these, uh, these laneways. And it was during the day. We were going somewhere. So those, those guys with the menus aren't outside during the day. But, um... 
the streets are still really packed because it's kind of like a tourist attraction and lots of people eat there. And, and how the, the, lane, the laneway was laid out is it's a really wide street and it's got restaurants either side. And then in the middle, it's like um, tables and chairs where all of the customers eat. So you can kind of eat in the sun. Um, and we were walking down the laneway and there were three like 40-year-old fucking Italian-looking European dudes and they were sitting at the tables and one of them had a bongo drum. <laughs> the other guy had a fucking tambourine. And then the third guy had like a fedora on, but he was wearing it like, like he was, he was a European. Like basically the only people who can wear fedoras and not look like virgins are European tan Italian guys. And they're like, oh, okay, he's not a virgin. He just looks like a date rapist. You know, it's a little bit better, but still not the best choice of headwear. Right. And these three dudes, one of them's playing the fucking bongos. The other one's smashing a tambourine in time. And all three of them are singing in Italian. And everyone is just fucking standing around them and watching. And it clogged up the whole street. And Jasmine is like, oh, wow, they're singing. That's great. Isn't that great? I'm like, no, they're just, they're not singing. Well, they are singing, but they're, they're sitting at a cafe and blocking a whole, they're just attention seeking. That's what they're doing. Dude, who the fuck does that? And it clogged up the whole street. And what shit me the most is it was very clear that none of them had ordered any food. They just had like cups of coffee and they were had and the, all of the cups were empty, right? So they had clearly been there for a very, very long time. The restaurant staff that they was the tables they were sitting at the restaurant staff was standing at the doorway watching them really fucking angry because these guys have been here for so long singing and putting on a fucking show that nobody asked for and they've clogged up the whole street to the point where the restaurant can't get any customers because no one can move through on that side because everyone's sit, standing around these Three Italian fucking nuisances singing a dumb song just so people will look at them and they can be the guys that sing a song at a fucking wanky cafe. And Jazz is just like, oh my god, isn't that lovely? How could you not like that? I'm like, dude, because that's the shittest thing ever. Who the fuck? How did, like, how did they organize that? Because it obviously wasn't like a spontaneous thing like they were making it out to be. What they were trying to do was like a fucking romantic comedy thing where they're all sitting around having lunch and, and, and there's like a couple sitting next to the Italian dudes and then all of a sudden the Italian dudes go, Oh, you are on a date. Hey, let us make it more romantic for you. Oh, when the moon hits your eye, like, and then some cunt pulls bongos from nowhere and the other guy gets a tambourine out of his fucking urethra and starts bashing it. And then it's like, oh my God, this is so spontaneous and romantic, but that's not how it happened, is it? No, that's not what fucking happened. And, I, and Jazz was like, why can't, why, why can't you just enjoy the magic? Like, there's no magic here, all right? One of the guys was like called his fucking friend. This is how this is how it went down. One of the guys calls his friend and he's like, Hey Tom, 
You still got your bongos? Yeah, mate. I've always got my bongos. <laughs> They're just under the stairs at the moment. Yeah, sweet. All right. I'm, hang on. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna patch in. Dave. Hey, Dave. You there? Yeah, mate. G'day, Tomo and Robbo. Right. I don't know why I'm giving these guys Australian names because they're very European and Italian, and they also have Australian accents at the moment. But by the time they get to singing, they'll turn back Italian. All right. It doesn't have to make sense. It's a fucking podcast. All right. Sue me. You. Hey, Tomo. I've also forgotten whose name is who and who plays what. Hey, Tomo. You got your tambourine? Yeah, mate. I'm just keeping it in my urethra here. Yeah, sweet. Awesome. Uh, good on you, jingly dick. All right, boys. What we're going to do is we're going to go to a cafe and we're going to sing some songs. Because, dude, they, they obviously they were making it out like it was a spontaneous thing. But three dudes don't know an hour's worth of songs. Like, all of them collectively. Like, separately, they might know three hours of songs off by heart, but collectively, you would have to be like, oh, we're going to sing this one, then we'll sing that one, then we'll sing this one, and then everyone would have to learn the lyrics, and fucking old mate would have to figure out when he's going to when he's gonna do his fucking bongos, when that happens, and then the, the tambourine guy, you don't really have to learn how to play the tambourine, you're just going to be like, oh, no, 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 hey, no, no, no. Hey, and that's all you got to do, right, for a tambourine. But um, yeah, they would have had to learn the lyrics and then they went there and then they all spent $4 each and then they basically cost the restaurant $1,000. <laughs> and they sung a fucking song and congested the entire street just so people would look at them and think that they were spontaneous. I don't know, I just don't know what possesses people to do that shit. Like, fucking do it on the grass. Or get a busking license and do it in a place that isn't going to ruin, like, three businesses worth of trade for a whole fucking hour. <laughs> Don't just sit there and pretend like you're some from some fucking romantic comedy based in Vienna where all of the characters break out in song every time the girl has a fucking orgasm. It's like, uh, I don't know. Really thinking about it, I don't know why it annoyed me so much, but it, it did. It's out of my system now. <laughs> so, you know, moral of the story is never sing or enjoy your day with your friends because it might piss off one guy, really, is is what I'm saying. That's that's what I'm pulling from my own fucking rant. What else did I want to talk about today? What, what, do, we, what do we have here in my old fucking notes? Um... Oh, here we go. Um, Bi-Monthly Bull will be coming out uh, next week. I'm, I'm, I don't know whether I should drop it on Monday or Tuesday. Because I, pro- I can put it out on Monday. Uh, if you're supporting me on Patreon, you guys will have it as soon as it's finished. So you'll get it early uh, either way. But I don't know when I'm going to put it public. It'll, it'll either be Monday or Tuesday. Um, whatever I think is best. Because, I don't know, Monday uploads kind of seem... Sometimes... Tuesday is usually the best day to upload, but I'm I'm kind of playing with um, how I'm cutting up each episode. Like, you know how with last episode of Bi-Monthly Bull, I uploaded uh, almost every single uh, story that I covered as its own separate square video for Facebook with the cancer boxes on the top and the bottom, which I really do hate doing... But unfortunately, it just works so fucking well <clears throat> on Facebook. I think it's because videos play silently now. So it really, a video will autoplay and those the cancer meme boxes 
it, it explains the video without you having to turn the volume on, and it also catches your eye. And I, I figured out that the actual video part of it, the part that moves, is the same size whether or not you have the cancel boxes on or off. So basically all it does is it makes your video take up more of the screen. So, you know, it's just a whole bunch of factors combined basically equal more views on Facebook. So I do have to do it, unfortunately. I don't like doing it, but, you know, you got to play the game a little bit. Do you know what I mean? Like that, everybody has fucking clickbait thumbnails on YouTube and no one complains about it. That's basically the same thing on Facebook where if you're not making your videos square and doing the cancer meme boxes, you're not really doing Facebook right. So... I don't know, but you know, if you if you if you wanted if you're complaining about that, I don't know what your problem is because you get it first on YouTube anyway without them. So, yeah, basically what I was saying is is um I'm playing with how I'm going to upload those segments because um <clears throat> I'm I'm not sure if uploading every single story to Facebook worked very well because obviously the the vaccine one that went viral that went nuts so that was great but then the other ones. I don't know, two of them got 20,000 views, which is, yeah, it's, it's all right for me on Facebook. And then one of them got like 10,000, which is not good for me. Like generally what I try to aim for with my page is, is 40,000 is kind of the minimum. Like that's, that's like a, that's like, oh yeah, that went all right for me. Like if it hits 100,000, that's good. If it hits 200,000 and over for me, that's really good. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, 20,000 and 10,000 is, is not ideal um, so I don't know how I'm going to do that because I, I know, I know Philip DeFranco, for example, he does daily uploads on YouTube and, and he cuts his big 10 minute videos. I noticed that he cuts them down and he just picks two of the stories from the video and posts them on the same day. So maybe I could do that. I'm, I'm, I don't know. I'm just going to just give me, have a bit of patience with my Facebook page with the videos. I'm just trying out a few things. I think with episode two, I'm going to do another week where I upload every single segment one a day uh, at 7.30. And I'm going to see how that goes. Um, And if that doesn't work as well as I want it to, I'm going to try something different. Whether that is uploading, you know, two a day or uploading maybe just two segments from the full episode. I don't really know. Um, It's it's just, it's a weird thing because you never know what's going to go viral on Facebook kind of thing. Like, um... Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm I'm figuring it out, but I'm just playing with it. So ha- have a bit of patience. But <clears throat> um, I, for my second channel, I will be uh, uploading one clip a day, um, just because I think that it's I think it's good to do that on Facebook. Like all of the Tonight shows do that. Have you? If you, I don't know if you've noticed, but they put it on TV first, the full episode, and then then they chop it down into clips and interviews and and sketches as singular videos and put it on YouTube. It's a little bit different because my my full episode goes on goes on YouTube from day one, and then I chop it down for another channel, but I don't know, it, it seemed to work, because the, the you know, the vaccine video went, hit front page of Reddit, and then the other ones did pretty well on my second channel, so I don't know, I'm, I'm just playing with it, I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to do with it, I'll, I'll get there in the next few episodes and that. Um, also, I've been, uh, I've been taking a, a camera to every single stand-up set that I've been doing, so that I can capture all of my crowd work and and uh, any of my heckler footage because you know it's it's um I, I really do want to start putting out more stand up footage but I don't want to burn my material because jokes are only funny once and I feel like that my stand up is 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 by far my best work and really really important to me that I don't really just want to put out 
you know, a, a joke that I've perfected over two years. I don't want to, you know, film it on a fucking mobile phone and put it on YouTube kind of thing. Like I want to, I want to treat it with the respect that I, I think that it deserves. I mean, not that you should really respect dick jokes, but you know what I mean. <laughs> um, what I am happy to, to just put on YouTube with, you know, shitty video quality is, you know, heckless shit. So I'm going to have a, I'm going to have a, I had quite a few good heckles on my tour um, and I'm just going through the footage at the moment and I'm putting it into a compilation and I'm hoping to put that out either on Thursday or on Tuesday, like next, next Tuesday. So bi-monthly bull will be up on Monday or Tuesday. Then I'll have a heckler compilation on Thursday or early, early the week after, depending on how well bi-monthly bull goes. You know what I mean? Um, uh, and for those of you who want footage of my stand-up material, my actual jokes or my shows who want to see that because you can't see me because you live too far away or whatever. I, I have something coming. It, it I've got a really big project that is going to... Look, I'm not going to talk about it. This is the project that I've been working on for a very long time. It's, it's fucking out of the bag now. Um, you can probably figure it out. But I'm not talking about it until I'm ready to go balls deep with it, so, but, you know, pay attention in the next couple of weeks, I think you can figure out what I'm doing, and, uh, oh, it's the scariest shit I've ever done in my life, anyway, let's get on to something that's even scarier than that, alright, the worst part of the podcast, by far, the worst part of my life, you know, I worked for Two weeks. I never told this story. I worked for two weeks um, at McDonald's when I was like 16. Um, I was just working at the out the back, which wasn't good, but, you know, just frying chips and shit. And uh, I worked with this guy called Jim, uh, and I didn't know him. He, he, didn't, he didn't go to my school, but he was the same age as me, and we got along really well, and I called him Jimmy. I can't remember why, it was some in-joke, because he didn't like being called Jimmy, but then I called him Jimmy, and then it was like, oh, you're the only person who can call me Jimmy, kind of thing, so that's what I call him, call him Jimmy, Um, and one night, we were working, um, and Jimmy slipped on a hamburger patty, and to brace his fall, he put his hands out in front of him. Um, but because he was falling forwards and he was kind of tall, he wasn't as tall as me, but he was quite tall. He put his hands out in front of him and, uh, both of his hands went straight into the deep fryer. Um, and he screamed and, you know, cause you know, it's like boiling oil. You know, he was screaming and screaming and he pulled his hands out and, and when he pulled them out, it flicked oil all over my face and it didn't burn me, but it was really hot. So I fucking yelled and I jumped back and then I hit my head and I fell over and my head was cut open. And then I, anyway, I stood up because obviously I didn't give a fuck about me. Jimmy just put his hands in the deep fryer and I, and he didn't know what to do because he put both of his hands in. He couldn't fucking do anything because they hurt so much. He couldn't hold anything or, you know, wrap them up or anything. Like that. And I could just see his fucking hands were cooked, you know? I mean, that's what they cooked meat in them and his hands were fucking cooked. Um, and he was screaming and yelling and the ambulance came and, he ended up having to get a few fingers amputated and I went and visited him in the hospital. He was in immense pain because they had, they just put burn cream all over him and he couldn't use his hands. Um, and I went up to him and I was like, fuck, Jimmy. 
are you all right? He goes, that was the the most pain I've ever been in my life. I'm, I've, I've lost two fingers. You know, I'm going to be, my hands are deformed for the rest of my life. I'm a full on burns victim now, but I would much rather put my hands in a deep fryer again than listen to miscellaneous bit at the end. <laughs> and with that, let's get right into it. I got a fucking ripper email. Hang on, let me get this up. I'm just going to hit pause here. I got a ripper email for you guys. All right, I'm back. Okay, so this, I lost my mind when I read this. This is fucking hilarious, okay? So, um, this kind of re- this this kind of requires you to listen to last week's podcast. I'm assuming most of you have, but if you haven't, go and listen to last week's podcast. Finish the part about the gym um, and uh, motivational shit, and then come back here and uh, resume. All right. So, if you guys remember last podcast, I was yelling about the gym and, and getting motivated to go to the gym. And I, I was, I don't know, I was just rambling like I always do. And then I came up with this thing of if you treat the gym like anal, you will go every week because even if you don't really want to do anal, you realize that it might, it'll make your relationship better. So even let's like, even if you don't want to go to gym, you realize it'll make your fucking body better. Right? So I was like, if you treat the gym like anal, you'll go every week. And then I was like, fuck, that's a ripper motivational quote. Can somebody turn that into an image of like a mountain range with my head and then the quote, treat the gym like anal and you go every week, right? That's the background story. So this guy, Tyson, made the image and it was beautiful. It's on my Facebook page. You can see it. Um, a whole bunch of other people made a few versions, but I could only post one, which is another reason why I want a podcast group, by the way, so I can post every time you know, people make fan art, I can put it in the group and give credit and all that kind of stuff. And I don't have to just pick one. I can post all of them kind of thing. Um, <clears throat> but anyway, Tyson was my favorite. So I picked his, uh, I posted it uh, and you can see it, right? It's exactly as I described. It's just my head on top of mountain ranges and the quote, treat the gym like anal and you'll go every week. All right. Now Tyson sent that to me. And then uh, the next day he sent me another email. And the subject line is, motivational picture fuck up. Uh, Here's his email. Hey cunt, I'm that sad prick that actually made the shit motivational picture about anal for you. Uh, That was dumb enough for you to post on Facebook. Anyway, I got a nice surprise when I saw the post on Facebook, so I screenshotted it to show some friends in a group chat. So he screenshotted my post of his picture. This is when shit started to hit the fan. What I thought was the group with my friends turned out to be my work group chat where employees can swap shifts and dumb shit like that. (laughs) Oh man, you fucked up. Dude, imagine how weird that would be if you didn't listen to the podcast, if some guy just sent that to you, you would be so fucking confused. (laughs) So he's posted a picture of my head and the quote, treat the gym like anal and you'll go every week to his fucking work Facebook chat with all of his employees. Two thirds of them he probably doesn't even like. Hilarious, right? Um, The email goes, uh, at first I thought nothing of this fuck up. I apologized and I had a laugh at my retardation. Turns out one of the managers was in the group chat and didn't find it funny. Oh, you're fucked. 
I woke up the next morning to a message in the chat from the manager asking me to come into the store as soon as possible with a witness to fill out a written warning. If you get three written warnings, you fire. <laughs> oh, it gets worse though. My mum insisted that she came as the witness. So I had to have an awkward 15-minute conversation with my manager and my mother about the dilemma, followed by an even worse conversation where I had to explain to my mum and my manager why I made a lanky stand-up comic that makes dick jokes a shit meme about the gym and anal. Oh, imagine explaining that fucking meme to your mum and your boss like it's some parent-teacher interview. Uh, I don't need any help with this or have any questions for you. I just thought you'd find my fuck-up amusing. And he's he's attached screenshots of the chat. So of him putting it in the chat. He's, it's the screenshot with treat the gym like anal and you go every week. And he just goes, wrong chat, sorry. And then the next screenshot is, hi, Tyson. Come in for a written warning tomorrow at 4.15. Thanks. Feel free to bring a witness along. And he's like, what? Why? What do you mean, why, dickhead? You put a fucking picture about anal in a work chat. (laughs) Oh, man. And then one of his workmates goes, TJ is going on the record of most written warnings in two weeks. So obviously Tyson's just a bit of a shit employee. (laughs) But you know what? You work at Macca's or something. Where did I get that from, actually? Nowhere. Oh, I was I, I was talking about Maccas, actually. I don't, I don't think he works at Maccas. He never said that. I apologize. He wor- it's, must be a fucking... Oh, man. How would that conversation go? Tyson, I would like... Why would they even want you to explain it? That's what gets me. Well, surely the written warning would be like, yeah, hey, don't talk about anal in the work chat, please. Why do you need to explain it? And how do you even explain it? Tyson, what was that motivational image about treating the gym like anal and you'll go every week? Um, Well, mum and Mr. Thompson, my boss, uh, I I listened to a podcast uh, called Speared Speared Sundays by a comedian called Lewis Spears. Um, And uh, he he talks about... um, uh, going to the gym, uh, and, uh, hurry up with it, Tyson. Can you just tell us what does it mean? What does it mean? Well, okay. So he was talking about the gym and he was saying that, um, ooh, if you, uh, basically if you're a girl with a boyfriend, um, uh, you know, if you do anal for him, Tyson, oh, I'm trying to, exp- I'm trying to explain mum. No, let him continue. I want to hear what this is about. Well, um, if, if you're a girl and you, you know, if you have a boyfriend, if you do anal with him, even if you don't want to do it, it'll, you know, make your relationship better. This isn't the son that I raised, you sexist. Mrs. Tyson, can you please lower your voice? This is an official work meeting. I need to get to the bottom of this image. Continue on with the story. Well, um, it, it, you know, if a girl does anal for a boyfriend, that'll make her relationship better. He was saying it's like, kind of like the same when you go to the gym even if you don't like the gym it, it'll make your body better so you know if you treat the gym like anal you'll go every week Tyson 
Are you expecting women to have anal with their boyfriends once a week? Mrs. Tyson. <laughs> Stop yelling about anal in my workplace or I'm going to have to give you a written warning. Dude, that'd be the most awkward drive home. <laughs> oh, fuck. That's, that's the funniest fucking email I've ever got. Well done, Tyson. You idiot. <laughs> That is hilarious, man. Thank you for sending me that email. I love the updates more than the, the actual questions. That's just the greatest. All right, I've got another um, email here from a uh, lovely girl called um, Kiara. <clears throat> All right, she was the podcast is called Podcast Tips. Hi, Lewis. First off, I love the podcast and your humor. I'm fairly new, but I listen religiously um, because of... Because I listen religiously, haha, because Spearhead Sundays. I don't get it. Oh man, I'm sorry. Anyway, I, don't, I, don't, I just straight up don't get that. Anyway, my name is uh, Clara or Kiara, or I can't read. Uh, I'm 14 and I'm from Kansas. Kansas, America. Oh, right. Sunday's religion. Okay. Sorry. We're, I'm not from Kansas. We don't really do church as much as you guys over there. Or guns. Um, or racism, really. We, we, you guys are fucking killing us and everything. Anyway, I'm getting this email. I'm getting distracted. Uh, my friends and I are interested in starting a podcast and I wanted some first-hand tips. Uh, I know you've talked about this subject in previous episodes, but I wondered if you might focus on it a little more to help us and others out. We have very limited resources, money and tech-wise, so if you have any recommendation regarding those aspects in specifics, that would be amazing. Thank you so much. This isn't a funny story, but at least I didn't ask you to solve any massive problems. Uh, have a shit one, Clara. Um, Clara, okay, here's my first tip. Stop listening to the podcast. You're 14. You're way too young for this shit. Um, that must be the youngest podcast listener. Most of, my, most of the people are like fucking 18 to 25, according to my Facebook analytics. But whatever. I don't, you, you know, I, it's not my problem if you've got shit parents, Clara. Um, <laughs> don't monitor your internet use. I don't know. I was watching way worse shit when I was 14, fucking Pornhub and all that. Um, all right. So in, in regards to gear, podcasting is the cheapest fucking thing that you can do if you want to make internet content. It's great. The gear that I use, um, I use a, a blue Yeti USB microphone and a laptop with garage band on it. That's it. You can, or, or, Audacity is another audio recording software. That's free. You just hit record and I go. I don't really worry about editing it um, or anything. I mean, that's something that you can do if you want to edit the levels and everything. I don't really do that because I just have the settings on my microphone and then the settings on my computer that I set up the first time I recorded an episode. And I was like, yeah, it's good enough. I'm not going to learn anything else. Um, but, you know, that's me. I don't really fuck with that kind of shit for the podcast because I like the raw feel of it instead of trying to emulate a fucking radio show or anything like that. Um, that's the kind of the appeal, the appeal of mine is that it's a little bit shit. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, so for gear, really, you just need a, a, a USB microphone. I use a Yeti, a, a blue Yeti, sorry. They're like 200 Australian, which is what, like something about 150 American or some shit. Um, or you can use a, a Rode podcast microphone. 
which is actually what I'm recording with now. I'm at my girl's house. She has this microphone because she makes a little bit of music. I'm using that currently, and that sounds pretty good. It sounds just as good as my Blue Yeti, and I think it's actually a little bit cheaper um, as well. So you can use this or the Blue Yeti, which is what I normally record on. Uh, and sometimes I even record it on my iPhone, and that sounds fucking really good, like surprisingly good. Um really fucking borderline just as good as the microphone. Um, but I like the microphone because I can kind of see where it is. I don't have to hold it. And I don't know, I feel safer recording on it than on a fucking phone. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, I use, I've got an iPhone 6S Plus and that sounds really, really good. Most of my on-tour um, podcast episodes recorded on that. Sounds great. Um, what else did you want to know? And I just do it in GarageBand and, and that's a free program or... Audacity is free. Um, and then the, the actual podcast hosting service I use is called Omni Studio. O-M-N-Y. That is O for orange, M for mother, N for never, and Y for yes. Um, app. <laughs> Studio, I mean. Omni Studio. And that cost me, well, that cost me fuckloads of money a month, um, like in the hundreds, but when your podcast is small, uh, it'll only cost you 10 bucks a month. Um, it's once, but once your podcast starts getting lots of downloads, um, they charge you for the bandwidth, which I, I makes me so fucking mad, but I understand it because with YouTube, you don't have to pay to upload your videos because obviously it has ads on them. Whereas podcasts don't have ads so, you know, if, if you have a very popular podcast that is getting lots of downloads and it, and it requires a lot of server space, somebody has to pay for that. And, you know, if it doesn't get, if it doesn't get paid for by ads, you know, it's going to fall back on me basically, but you don't have, you don't have to worry about that for, that for a long time. Like I, I only started getting paid, getting charged fuckloads, uh, when the podcast got big and it's mitigated by my Patreon. So, you know, you, you figure by the time you're big enough to start getting charged heaps of money per month, you should have figured out a way to monetize what you do so that that cost is, you know, doesn't hurt you basically. So thanks to Patreon that doesn't hurt me. Fucking sign up. What a shit plug, sign up. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, Omni Studio, and that's amazing. Like, that's the best podcast thing I've used. I, I did used to use Podbean, but it's fucking shithouse. Do not use Podbean. Don't use SoundCloud either. I know a lot of people use SoundCloud. Um, SoundCloud's good for music, but not for podcasts. Um, just because you don't have the tools and analytics and, and shit that you really should have. Omni Studio is the best I've ever used and ever seen. Um, it has shit, it's got analytics down to the fucking city that people are listening from. So if you ever want to, you know, do a live podcast, you can say, oh fuck, you know, 10,000 people are listening in Melbourne. I should be able to sell a thousand tickets kind of thing. Um, and, uh, and also they, uh, they generate a video for you that's animated with the waveforms and it looks really nice that you can just download and upload straight to YouTube, which is also what I do, which is uh, enables me to, you know, get heaps more views that I otherwise, or listens that I otherwise wouldn't get because it's just access to another audience and, and people can go from my YouTube, YouTube channel, they see the recommended, the podcast in the recommended and, and they can, you know, fucking listen and discover it and then you know, you know what I'm saying. Um, so yeah, that's basically all you need is a fucking 
podcast microphone, I'd use a Blue Yeti, and then a podcast hosting software, I would use um, Omni Studio. That's ten bucks a month. The podcast will cost you one hundred and fifty or so American, um, and that's all that you need. And you can just put it on iTunes, and it's there. Um, as as far as tips as as starting a podcast is um it's very hard to grow them like even even now that I've been doing my podcast for uh, like a year and a half now it is by far the least uh watched thing that I do like it's got the smallest audience by a crazy amount and it also grows the slowest by far and I really from every person I know that has a podcast from small to big the reason that I and, and they can come up with is because podcasts sound shit to listen to if you don't listen to them. Um, and I thought this before I listened to podcasts. I was like, why the fuck would I want to listen to a free radio show? That sounds shit. And it does sound shit. But then I started listening and I never went back. But the 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 thing that got me, like to to get people to begin listening, that's fucking difficult. But once you get them listening retaining them is uh is way easier like you can you you can lose a youtube subscriber for not uploading it in a while or for doing a video that wasn't your best with a podcast listener once they listen and once they enjoy your shit they stay for a really long time which is why the podcast is one of the, my favorite things to do because it, it it enables me to connect with the with you know the people who like my shit the most um, and, and those people are obviously my favorite people to give content to. And, you know, a podcast is a lot of fun for me to do. And I really like engaging with my most engaged audience, which is the podcast listeners. And that's another reason why I started the Facebook group. Um, so that I can, you know, find out where you guys are. And if I want to do a live podcast, cause the thing with podcasts, is it, it's, uh, very hard to tell who, who's listening from where, Um, and if I have the podcast group, it'll really enable me to figure out where I should do episode 100, where, whether I should do it in Melbourne or in Sydney or fucking overseas or, you know, whatever. So yeah, that, that's, that's basically all you need to start Clara is fucking a microphone and a a podcast hosting service and you're on, um, and just keep posting about it. Don't ever stop promoting it. It, it, it really it's very hard and it's a very slow thing to get moving but once it is moving and once you have people they stay and you just got to push through that slow grind and think of it as like a fucking 10 year thing like that's what I think of this is 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 like almost like a fucking audio diary so that in 10 years 20 years people can go back and listen to episode one and be like fucking hell he was poor <laughs> and man, he sucked, but look at him now kind of thing. Or, you know, in 20 years, they'll be like, fuck, look how much potential he had back then. Look at him now. What a fucking homeless drug addict. <laughs> so yeah, good luck to you, Clara. Um, thank you for listening, guys. <clears throat> um, and yeah, like I said, the join the Facebook group. It's the Spearhead Sundays podcast group. Search it on Facebook. You'll see me posting about it on Sunday as well. Um, but just look it up, join it, uh, and if you want to win a free t-shirt, uh, write your best miscellaneous bit at the end story, something that you would rather go through again than listen to miscellaneous bit at the end. We can all kind of bond over it. I'm treating it more, less of a community and more like a support group for the worst part of the podcast. I mean, really, I need a couple of hundred people to talk about it every single week with because, holy shit, it's ruining my life and I just need people to connect with. So if you want to join the group, 
and enter the competition and see some fucking memes and 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 make i really want i I really just want to engage with you guys and uh, the people who like the podcast so join the group make some content post some shit talk about it um and yeah i'll see you in the group and have a very very shit one